When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, you're in for a treat because you're listening to the Dubland Podcast with Suzanne and PJ. Dubyard, Dubland Podcast, up your ear holes. How was your hole? It's a good start. Um, yeah. I don't know whether we should start with something that we talked about the other day or I brought you a gift. Oh, what did you get now? Yeah. Let's do, start with the good stuff then. Okay. The good before bad always and the present is a good thing. I brought you Considering gifts. you're the one that gets gifts just for being alive. These are all for you. What did you get? All of your favourite things. Oh, this is some shit that you didn't want, is it? Well, no, it's it, not. You okay, made well, a collection. That's, that's very harsh. Yeah. <laughs> shit that you didn't want. Sadly, coffee. Coffee. Tesco tea. It's from Bewley's. It's all of it from Bewley's. Oh, it is. It's all from Bewley's. It's Bewley's coffee, Drinking Bewley's chocolate. chocolate, and look and to make whiskey. See, I so can you make can make what are they called? Whiskey and Bailey's. Look. Yeah, make a whatever hot I whiskey. I can make um, Bailey's See? coffee or Irish coffee. Yeah. There Savage. You go. Thank you very much. There you go. What made you so thoughtful all of a sudden? I went. Who'd really like that stuff from Bewley's? Oh, so it was stuff you got for yeah, free. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I still shared it though. I did. Thank you very much. I'm delighted. And every bit of this is stuff I'm into. Well, see, I, well, I could have brought you shite Thank that you, you didn't. So much. I thought brought you shite that you didn't like. I hope you're not in your bike. It'll be your, 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 your not, bag. No, no, my bike is fucked actually at the moment. It's oh, not no. working, yeah. Uh, so I have to get that all sorted next week. By Jesus, the, the hassle and headache of it all. Of your bike? Of everything of fucking life. It's kicking me in the bollocks this I year. Did. I hate this year. <laughs> I hate this fucking year so much. I hate this year. This is the worst year since the plague. This is the worst year since. 1847 you, you Since were, the famine Swept Ireland It's the worst year That's, uh, that's ever happened You were around For the plague Were you No I was around right. For the famine Spiritually I was around For the famine uh, Black 47 The black pits It's like living In the black pits Dublin during the famine Is what this year Is like It's shit It's been a bastard Why, of a thing. What's Every, wrong with you Because it's kicking My old arse Mickey In the ground Right First okay. of all I had the house moving Scenario And the mortgage thing it's hard, Now it looks like I'm going to be Moving in with a mate of mine Who has the hygienic Manners of a pig with fucking diabetes uh, so now I have to <laughs> which is a great he way for me to like show me gratitude yeah. right and then um, I don't know it's just been well, one thing Ole after going to come on he's going to sort out your mortgage I did mortgage yeah, shame you I did mortgage shame you on Today FM the other day because we were talking you about politics have. I did oh, they were talking about politics and they were talking about the state of the country and I was like PJ Gallagher can't even get a mortgage that's what this government did no I'm not <laughs> Yeah, people okay. have purposely sent me messages about Sinn Fein. I think just to piss me off. Oh, good, yes, yeah. Well, I was getting messages about them as well. Were you? But you're state, happy. What though. a howler of a week they've had. You know what I mean? I think it's fair to say <laughs> that nobody wants to hang around. I with think them. it's fair to say now we're not in the same grey area that we were, or the same black and white area that we were, where we were like one side or the other last week. A lot has happened this week. Yeah, I think it's fair to say Sinn Fein have had some candidates get through that they didn't think that would get through, right? <laughs> I think it's fair to say that. <laughs> That's very fair. And that if they did have a chance to vet them properly, they would have fucking hidden them in a basement somewhere. See? Uh, and just a couple is... of the comments that have come out. Like, your man up there, uh, I st- I'm sorry. 
up the Ra, man. I still get crack out of that. I still think that's what I don't think it's very shocking for a Sinn Feiner to say up the Ra. Right. What I do think is a bit mental it's is just the, not it's just not a very PC uh clever thing to but say. But your woman the um yeah, but that's not as bad as your woman who wouldn't pay the rent on our council gaff. No. <laughs> that's do you know what I mean? But like they it's obviously fucking didn't. sixty odd something quid, and then you think you're this, if this person was vetted, this person wouldn't be running. But that's the thing. That and then the other mad one, you know, the one that was coming out today, what is it? She had all the, the the Twitter stuff. Oh, I missed that. She wouldn't be surprised if judges were paedophiles and all this oh, stuff. Oh, oh god. Yeah, so I think it's actually f- delighted. So I think it's fair to say some people slipped through the net. But it, they, Mary Lou was like putting out fires all for the last two weeks. She's putting out fires. But it was Paddy Hoolian before. Uh, before no, he's the just election. a counselor. He's, he's but it's just so he's a shim. I know he wasn't going for election and he's shim fame, but like no, I but thought, he was celebrity. Me? He was like what Fina Gale did with Kenny Egan. Do you remember that? Did they try and get him? What yeah, was your he man's did. name who presented on RT News? Remember what was his name? Lee. Do you remember he oh, became George Lee? George yeah. Lee he became a politician. He for went a to the Fina Gale, yeah, and yeah. then he ran, and then he realised it was difficult, and he didn't yeah. like it anymore. Like, I'll go back to my pensionable <laughs> job back in RTE. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So it's been a bit of a sh- it's been a bit of a, a shite week. I suppose this is what happens when somebody comes onto the national stage in the in the sort of in the way they did that. You kind of start finding out more and more about them. You start to, yeah. it's not just a bunch of ideas anymore. It's a bunch of people, and all bunches of people are shite. Well, not all, but they, oh, they are. We all they, we all have our skeletons in our shit closet, of course. And they have, uh, you know, but they have maybe somebody else's. I wish I didn't walk into that gag. <laughs> I was like, he's not gonna. So I'm gonna leave that door literally ajar for me. Somebody else's skeleton in their closet. Yeah. Okay, that's a tremendous joke. (laughs) Maybe hanging around with you is starting to pay off. (laughs) But yeah, anyway. um, But it it, and this shows that if we do go to another election, we'll stop talking about elections. Yeah, I know. But if we do go to another election, like that, again, they can't just. Your man for the Kenzo. You've just taken off a Kenzo jumper for a Kenzo t-shirt. I'm not dressed like a drug dealer. Stop trying to shame me. Stop trying to fashion shame me on a podcast, Suzanne Kane. God, this is you all over. I I come bearing gifts and then backhand you with my insults. Is that not how every abusive relationship works? No. I don't. Maybe it is. The only person I'm in an abusive relationship is myself. I've been abusing myself a lot lately by the sounds of it. Um, Kerry Kelly, who works in Dromoland Castle, sent Yay. a message last week because you mentioned Dromoland Castle. Could we mention it? No, because you mentioned it somewhere oh, right. in one of your rants. Probably about me getting something for nothing. But <laughs> she um, offered you... Um, what did she say? I'll read you. I'll read you her message. Hi, Suzanne. I'm the spa manager at Dromolan Castle. Please thank PJ for the mention of the podcast. If you ever fancy a complimentary, this is for me, complimentary hot stone massage, let me know. Maybe PJ can go for an afternoon tea. Oh, I'd love that. There you go. I'd absolutely love that. I'm yeah. from London, but your podcast inspired me to have notions and to move to Ireland 18 months ago. Keep doing what you're doing. That comes in from, yeah. Yeah, that's deadly. Kerry Kelly. Kelly, That's Kelly, fucking, Kelly, yeah. Kelly. Fair play. Thank you very Kelly, much. Kelly. She's interested. You can go to Jermolan Castle. And I've told the man. I drive to Clare just to scab that. Like I don't even know where Jermolan Castle is. Clare, County Clare. Is that where it is? Uh, I don't know where Clare is either. Um, west, out west. Just south of the Galway County. I don't really know where I to go to Galway either. Um, just follow Google Maps. Um, and also, I did tell you that I emailed the man in Clontarf Castle, Robert. Oh, yes. And he's be delighted. I'm doing it. Yeah, so, yeah. No, I so to. he said to ring him when you were coming. I absolutely will. Robert is Thank you name. very much, Robert. He said, we'll be look forward to looking after him. Tom, to give me a shout. Robert, Thank you. There you go. I'll definitely do that. Thank you very much, Robert. So I do look that. forward to sharing a cake with myself and your company. 
It's got me go crack yeah. forward to it. So there you go. So look, I've got you. Oh. I've brought you all that stuff from Beaulieu's. I've got you an afternoon tea in Dremolin Castle so far. And um, Robert's going to look after you in Clintoff Castle. Deadly. Thank you very much. So stop giving me shit. I'm not giving you shit. I'm not giving you shit at all. I'm giving myself shit this week. I'm fucked off at myself this right, week. What's wrong with you? I keep telling you. Tell me. I'm, I'm fucking. I'm, I'm very. I'm. I'm. Old, I'm fucking old. I'm up. I'm properly fucking old. But you're saying things that I already know. We know. I know. It's I your did. birthday, like you soon, knew it. I didn't know it. I just fucking figured it How out. How old me. are you? Body's starting to let me down. What's I wrong with your body? I went for blood tests and all. Oh, so right. I had to go to blood tests. And you get like the, a full medical work. I'm, I'm on this fucking willy medication. You know, this not. Um, I'm on this medication for the uh, for the. <laughs> I'll have a I'll be honest you probably will need to yeah it's a, it's a medication I'm on a, a willy medication yeah because I keep pissing all the time I can't I can't go anywhere without needing to piss I can't get from here to the door I don't think that's your willy's problem though I well that's, that's where your... it comes out it's the, the, right, it's the drainage area then right if, if I was to say the willy is merely a tool yes it is for, for, the, for uh, whatever the, it's a an vessel. overactive a vessel an overactive Thyroid. bladder right? a bladder okay. so I won't stop acting up right it's like having a toddler in my trousers oh that's a really bad analogy <laughs> It's like having That's a really bad analogy It's like having a A hyperactive animal In my trousers No Nothing in your trousers Can sound good You have an overactive bladder That means you need to go To the toilet all the time It's like having an overactive bladder How about that How about just leave it Yeah thank you So I can't do anything When I go to the toilet see the headline PJ Gallagher has toddler in trousers Yeah I know Fucking hell like How bad can that be Uh, So I I remember Me me dad I told you this I think My dad said Mm. to me one day Many years ago Never pass a toilet Never waste a horn and never what is it never pass oh, we used to use it on the yeah and never trust a fart he used yeah. to say it right and I, I he's right yeah. I'm, I'm now I've I've completed the tree so I've the hat trick so now I'm on these tablets for me for me fucking Mickey basically so I can actually get from here to go home without having a slash right and then I go and have to do blood tests this week because these uh, meds can affect your liver or some shit right anyway they didn't affect my liver but I got me uh, all my uh, blood taken my cholesterol is through the roof Cholesterol's true roof. So I, what are you taking? I got glue for blood, basically. Oh, I've been there. Glue. I know a man. I know a man. Oh, fuck off! <laughs> Terry is not getting my business. He can levitate. He can't. He is a trained Jedi. He's a shite bag. And he fixed my gluey blood. He did not. <laughs> well, now that you have gluey blood, <laughs> I got it's time. I got my blood is fat. My blood is fat. How, you, how is your blood fat? I don't know how it's fat. That charms me. I'm like, my blood is fat. I got so fat. It's just like a little obese little. Because you remember, yeah, I got you remember obese that, blood blood cells. Yeah. Do you remember the? Do you remember that cartoon? How the body works. And yeah. they used to all walk around. They used to carry oxygen bloods in the. So if you got like these little flat lads, I walking got little, around, little your fat lads. Actually, yeah. slowly just going. Ooh. I got a body full of fat Can lads. Can get my tunnel? Sweating. My blood is sweating. But you going work out body. loads and stuff. Uh, apparently, it's genetic. Whatever type. Oh, of, I suppose uh, say who'd you get it from? Your mum or your dad? Uh, oh, who knows? Yeah, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> it's a mystery. <laughs> yeah, so it's all. So I got fat blood. So now I have to go on all How these tablets for the rest it? of my life. Oh no. I have to go on these tablets, these uh, statins tablets they're called. And what do uh, they do? Well, this is it. They take the fat out of the blood. Right. But then I've been speaking to people about them and I'm getting this, I'm going to need to, I don't know any of this, right? This is my unqualified this opinion. This is your Google doctor. No, I, I don't. I never do that because I, I convinced myself I was going to die once and it wasn't a once good idea. Once I've done it way more than once. Oh yeah, I see I, I learned from the mistake. But, I, so, but now I'm talking to people who've taken them mm. and they're telling me awful stories about them. And I went into the ma- I went into the man in the in the pharmacy in right. the chemist right. Yeah. And I says, "Listen, I'm hearing all these stories." He goes, "Listen, I'm on them, and there's not a bother on me." What was that? He didn't look very healthy. Anyway, but I'm just saying, 
And I, I, I didn't like. I was he like, stand there jittering. Yeah, yeah, I was like, okay, I don't know where I'm going with this, but I'm gonna have to give them a go. But I, but, I can't so, win because I eat. I'm, I'm it's really annoyed me because I'm careful with what I, I eat. I was about to say you eat really healthy, so it's not obviously from your the derivative of your diet. Yeah, I go to the gym all the time. Yeah. Right? So, so can either of those things? Is there anything you can do to help yourself there? No, not really. No. No, I can't. No, they told me to give up a certain amount of things, like that, which I don't need anyway. Right, okay. So I don't do any of them. Right. And then I says, oh, yeah, it's the fucking eggs. It's the fucking eggs. I eat about 16 eggs a week. Guess what? The cholesterol I have, you don't get it from eggs. Right, of course. So I was like, well... F- so you can still eat the eggs. Fuck it. So it doesn't even matter. Yeah. So it just turns out I'm a fat person in a... In, I was not going to say skinny. I'm a I'm an obese person in a, in a large lad's body. But you're not large, though. <laughs> Who's like you're so, literally there's a fat uh, person inside you trying to get out. There is, your yeah, blood. trying to escape. Yeah, well, it's not an old person. It's an old person. An old I fat never person. had any issues. I'm just. A, Are you allowed to call I'm people just, fat anymore? I don't think so, but I am a fat myself. So I'm an old fatty. Uh, I'm, Internally, I'm an, I'm an internal old fatty. Yeah. Oh wow! And it's, it's doing my head in. It's really annoying me. Wait, I don't. Take a I feel like I've let myself down. I feel like I've let myself down. Welcome to my world. Come on in. Yeah. <laughs> But isn't there something so really annoying. isn't there something really daunting about um somebody telling you that you have to take medication for the rest of your life? Yes. So I'm I'm on the on, I'm the on cusp my second run of like now. maybe needing to take medication for the rest of my life. And I had a doctor's appointment that uh, my 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 GP wasn't there, so the locum was there, and she she pretty much told me that I my body attacked when I was pregnant. My body attacked itself, and I killed my own baby. So I came out of that not oh my God. not in the best shape of my what? life. Yeah, as it turns out, it probably isn't. But I may have like an autoimmune or something. So to go and, like even trying to get a private appointment in this country like it's impossible. Like I had to ring everybody I knew who worked in hospitals and be like, "Can you get me an appointment with a doctor? I just need to sort this shit out." But it could be something as simple as that. I just need to take a tablet every day. But I now feel like <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, I'm gonna have to fill out a form," and they'll be like, "I take pleasure in saying, like, do you do you take any medication?" No. Yeah, that's Whereas gone. now I'm going to have to Well I, I haven't been diagnosed with anything yet But like then I'll have to tick the box that says Yeah and I'll feel a bit like a failure Isn't that ridiculous? Isn't that really Isn't I'm, I'm so a, fucking a stupid to feel like that A bit about it And B also um, Yeah Feel like a failure It's so stupid to feel mm. like that though Isn't it? Yeah I'm the one doing it to myself yeah. And I, I know it's stupid like, Yeah I feel like that about it. I feel like, annoying. oh, it's really annoying. It's only going to get more and more, right? Yeah. Like eventually, like in another ten oh, years, I'm going to be on that many pills. If you shake her, like, oh yeah, if you kick me in the hole, I'll yeah. sound like a like a Brazilian fa- party, like if you, like. So I'm getting, yeah, I get, I get ridiculous, get ridiculous. Oh, oh anyway. Did you see Not this whispering angel thing? Which thing? Whispering angel. No, what's whispering angel? Oh, it's a load of shite. So basically, there's a new, there's a wine that's been around and one of the influencers or somebody said it was deadly. Right Now, I take rosé very seriously, right? But anyway, um, Super Value had it on sale. It cost 45 quid for this bottle. But Super Value, you can buy, it, well, it, co- it varies between 30 and 45, depending on angel. Yeah, where you buy it from. It's a bottle of rosé. Um, so anyway, Super Value last week for Valentine's had it on half price, right? So I arrived in at like quarter past nine into my local Super Value and was like, what time can you buy alcohol? I looked like an app, like, like in my mom coat just from the school run, just looking, no make rent on me. They're just like, oh, she's she's fully broken down now. Um, everyone was like, you can't buy it till half past ten. And I was like, she's like, are you talking about the Whispering Angel? And I said, yeah, she goes, we only have one shelf of it. Which I told Dara, who runs my Super Value, was perfectly irresponsible of them. Because there's, cause then I created loads of hype. I essentially was like an influence 
influencer in Super Value because there's one a lady here now beside me who's a mom as well. She was like, "Is that that whisper an angel?" She's like, "Yeah." And she's like, "Jesus, I laughed. I'm coming back over half ten to get that." And then the man beside me was like, "Is that that whisper an angel?" And I went, "Yeah." What's the big deal? Why is it such a big? I've never heard. <laughs> it's just of it. a highly hyped rosé wine, right? Like, and everyone's going mad for it. Everyone's gone mad for it, right? So then your mom was like, "Oh, jeez, I'll be back over half ten. They've only a shelf of it, right? Only a shelf of it." Irresponsible. Anyway, long story short, my sister-in-law hopped the wall at Crofton and got me two bottles of it. But they had cases of it down in Sundrive. But she said it was like Christmas Eve. It was like Good Friday or day before Good Friday, Holy Thursday. People like just fucking buying as much of it as they possibly could or whatever. What? Right. So I got two bottles of it. And then my friend Neve sent me a message the other night. She opened hers and she was like, I don't want to break it to you, but you're going to absolutely hate it. Because it came home and Joe, I looked at the colour of it and went, that looks like a white wine. And I don't like white rosé wine. They're too... <laughs> <laughs> so I drank dilemma. I drank the wine that I had at home my Ernest and Gallo because I just couldn't take the chance on opening a full bottle of wine that I know I'm already going to hate so now I'm nervous of two bottles of wine in my fridge because I don't think I'm going to like them like, they're not a screw top so this I can't the open ultimate. them you are the strangest fucking person I've ever met Thank you, you go from one week in the podcast hit me with a problem that is so horrendously hor- like oh, yeah. I mean, I'm like holy shit this is so real yeah. and so raw and so That's my dilemma unbelievably ex- and fair play to you like it's big of you to expose yourself in such a way to sit here across me two weeks later and saying you're genuinely fucking worried over yeah. the taste of a few bottles you haven't even opened yet. Yeah, it swings and roundabouts, isn't it? First world Miscarriage, Whispering Angel. Which is worse? Hard to say. In that <laughs> current moment. <laughs> I, so, I've never heard I can't oh my god is this it like was, this is something that everybody's going mad for like, yeah is but that, like that's it and then I saw someone put up going it's a bit watery and I'm just like I don't know like there was a whole wine war over it as well because apparently somebody has somebody sent to me on Instagram someone has the I don't know like the franchise to sell it but then Super Valley can go above them and sell it but they were under basically Super Valley were at a loss selling it but they weren't because every mad ma like me was on Instagram going has anybody seen Whispering Angel and everyone was like it was sold out everywhere there was like people glassing each other in Blanchetown that's not actually correct it's just for the story I'll tell you that it was um, but like there was all this hype about this 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 bottle of wine and that now is sitting in my fridge that I'm like I probably can't open it because is this all the wine o'clock brigade yeah yeah, I don't wine o'clock. I, do you know what? I don't drink, really. That's the <laughs> I- irony anymore. I just don't drink because I yeah. can't handle hangovers. Like, I had two glasses of wine on Friday night and um, I was felt crap on Saturday. So I was just like, it's not worth drinking anymore. Got invited to go out on Thursday night, but I, Joey has a thing. But even at that, I was like, I can't drink because we have a radio thing on Friday morning and I'm going to London Friday afternoon and I'm not drinking Friday night in London. You're not going to drink in London? I think so. I'll have like a glass of Prosecco. But like, no, I just can't deal with the hangovers. Yeah. But then how do you deal with the night out then? Because oh, I got, when it, with me it's 50-50. A lot of the time I don't want to drink at all. Yeah. But I would rather be drunk to get through the night out and deal with a ha- I'd rather deal with a hangover on my I can't own fly with a than hangover. to deal with a night out with other people. If yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, I'm kind of like that. I'm like last year I drank a little bit because so the year before I got so hammered at Christopher. It was my cousin Christopher's birthday this Friday, and we go for his party every year. And two years ago, my auntie was really sick, and she and I hadn't seen her with no hair, and she came in and asked me to fix her headscarf. And I saw her with no hair, and from that moment, I did like I did shots and everything at the bar. I don't do shots. I got fucking so bananas drunk. I was in the toilet with two Spice Girls and asked them to sing "Wannabe." I still got fucking what? anxiety. Yeah. What sort of story is this? How did this turn into you so, in the toilet with the spice? But girls? that's how drunk I was at that party. So then last year I had to drink a little bit at it just to take the anxiety of the year before that they would might remember how drunk I was the year before. So this year my anxiety levels are probably low enough that I can just not drink. Have a glass. 
Prosecco and that's it. But I have to fly on Saturday on my own. I can't fly. The day after we came home from the London gig yeah. that we did, I swear to God, I like I was fetal coming home on that flight. And I said that the other day, every British Airways flight I go on, they always put me beside the fucking toilet. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm glad to hear it, yeah. I'm definitely <laughs> glad to hear it. Like I was saying to you, if I was me, I'd have to pay fucking extra for it. They would say, oh, we've got you a lovely seat right next to the toilet. You and your, we've heard about your bladder. Yeah. We know you're going to piss here's your a, pants. Here's his priority portion. Yeah, they'd be like, yeah, priority, yeah they'd, they'd bring me on, they'd give me a little bag, and they charge me like 50 quid extra or something. Oh, you, my God. It's a, you, it's a downside because, you know. Uh, you could, I'm emceeing tomorrow for always. You know, like they do pads, but they do like these like incontinence pads they're called yeah. discreet for women with bladder, but apparently like 57% of all women like leak a bit. It doesn't matter what age you are. You could have come and emcee with me. Oh my God. I'll bring you back some. That's your I next week's present. I'm not even wanted there. I remember once actually finding this thing years ago and I thought it'd be so <laughs> useful for some people, right? <laughs> so, you know, I'm at, I was in a pet shop. Yeah. And uh, they have these dog underpants, right? For some dogs that who get the, they get a little bit incontinent, right? Right. And there's, so there's a hole for the tail. Oh no, it's not. They were like, actually, you know what it was? Now I remember. Oh, now I know what you're t- They were like sanitary towels. For dogs, right? And you pull the hole because you know, like dogs go into heat and they can drop. Yeah. And so uh, you pull the t- the dog's tail through, right? And then the pad is yeah. on the dog's yeah. fanny, I suppose, right? Yeah. You know, stop any sort of whatever. Bits and pieces. It'd be great for lads who get skid marks in their cacks a lot. You just turn them back to front. You stick your flute through the hole, and you put the thing on the other way round, and then you've got this little pad just on the inside of your underpants that takes the edge off it. You know. So for you, your bladder leaks. I oh no, your Mickey be hanging out. No, you'll be your Mickey hanging out. You'll be all right. You can go for a wee. You can go for a wee. And it still looks like you're it's just wearing regular a, underpants. It's such a like... You know what I mean? I, I know. Look, They're a whole pant. They're a whole pant. With your Mickey hanging out. But you put the Mickey at the front. And then you can wear normal pants over it. And then nobody... You, like, you know what I mean? You'll be like around other men in the toilet. And it still looks like you're wearing a regular pant. And they don't know that you've got bottom problems, right? So you scratch, so it all works well. So you can just unload at the front, and everyone like you see, you, know, you get some Willy Warrior, and he looks. Oh, you know, sometimes you sometimes you look at the other man, you become Willy Warrior. You know, just making sure everyone's all right. And then you just want to make sure everyone's all right. Make sure everyone's all right. You know, uh, <laughs> I, I you want to see if maybe this fella's gonna splash on your shoe, or you know, so you have men of issues. A just, minefield. Yeah, and yeah, but if you have this on, if you have the dog thing on, you can if, say if you had a bottom problem. Or you are prone to skid marking. You know, some people are. If you don't wipe yourself properly. Well, okay, yeah, grand. Maybe you're, maybe, okay, maybe then it's a luxury item. Maybe you don't want to wipe yourself properly. And you can oh, get yeah, these. you have to big... wipe yourself. Oh, I know. I, I totally agree. I'm just trying <laughs> to like, say. They're not for me. I'm selling them for they're other not for people. Me. I'm just saying. I remember seriously <laughs> thinking at the time. Ah, uh, there has to be a Would there be product. a market of lads in this who would just put, you know, want to, um, basically a, a frontless pant, I suppose, with a pad at the back. And I think there would be. I'm sure I think there, there would is. be. Yeah, absolutely there is. There's bound to be lads out there that tend to shart or whatever due to whatever medical condition they may or may not have. It's just a loose and arse. To, well, yeah, okay, grand. You've got a loose arse. And the doctor should be able to say, here's your tablets and I have a wonder pant. Call it the wonder pant. Here's your wonder pant. Uh, I think we could come up with something faster than wonder pant. Or, the, or the, the shart short or something like that. Shart short. Shart short. That makes them sound like they're cool. Yes. Hey, what are you wearing, man? Hey, I'm wearing shart shorts. I'm wearing my shart short. Although I do hate medical items that say what they're for. Right? I hate that. Like Incontinence pants. No, yeah, like, I'll give you an example. Right. I, ha- I fucking hate this podcast sometimes because I have to reveal so much, right? I had a, I had a, I have had a history with piles, right? Grant, let's get that out in the open. I have had a history with piles, right? Get over it, right? 
fucking sore. In fact, it was so sore sometimes, it felt like when I went to the toilet, that somebody was sticking a broken bottle in my bottom, right? And I'm telling you the truth now. It was fucking horrendous. I wasn't into it. I didn't like it. And I got to the point where I had to go to the doctor. I says, look, doctor, I don't know what's going on here. I didn't know what a pile was at the time. I had to go to the doctor and say, like, doctor, okay, I don't know what's going on here, but I will tell you this much. Going near myself with a piece of paper feels like somebody's sticking a broken bottle in my fucking behind. And I don't, I can't live like this anymore, right? So she was like, okay, give us a look, right? Very very embarrassing, right? So she she's ha- was like, yeah. Okay, so she, yeah, so she, uh, she's very, uh, very thankfully, she's a very grown up adult of doctor, right? <laughs> so she, so, DJ bent so she had a look in my rear end, and she told me that yeah, you're going to need, Cough. you're going to need um something for it. I was a grass. Yeah, no. If I had even the word suppository, I could have lived with. If she had said you need, is that what it is? Suppository. You, yeah, you yeah. Have to, after you have I babies, know, I know, but it's the branding. It's I only the found out what a suppository was when I had a baby because they were like, they come in Can't. and they're like, you're in pain, and she's like, would you have a suppository? I just thought it was a name of a tablet. I'm told off one of those. She's like, if you just lie over on your side, it was like, sorry, what no. are you doing? Yeah, no, I couldn't take a suppository. My hand was chasing me ass around the house. I must have done five laps before it went in. I must have done. I must have done five laps before it went in. Like, I was literally chasing, my hand was literally chasing me around the house. It was horrendous. I should have laid down. I, it was only now. Was I should lay down. I didn't think of it, did I? I didn't think of it now. You're after saying it, now it makes sense. I didn't think of it. I thought you had to run, I was like literally running away. From, from yeah, from myself. <laughs> Sorry, anyway. Yeah, like carrot and a stick with a donkey, you know. Except that's the way I was. Anyway, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it, right? Right. But that, that's, not, that's not even the story. The story, <laughs> the thing that annoyed me was they call the fucking things anusol. So you can't go in, you know, but you're in a busy chemist. Cam- you can't <laughs> say, I need anusol, and nobody oh, knows. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so they oh, know yeah, it's, f- it's, called. it's for your arse. So, like, it's, like, can I say, it's like saying, can I have arse tablets, please? What is it? It should is be it the called. Is it's... that what they're called? Yeah, yeah, they were, yeah, yeah. They're called anusol. Anusol, yeah. So yeah, you can't, so you had to, you can't, like, it should be called something that's not related. <laughs> it should be called, I don't know, <coughs> like, b- brightness, to, or, or like, you know, I don't know, on, on, I don't know what they should call them, but something that doesn't have, like, basically broken. the word fucking arse in broken it. Broken soothe. Break is yes, yeah, so, yeah. Because you have broken. Sudi bump. Sudi bump. Sudi bump yeah. or something like that. Well, I don't know. Sudi cream. Yeah, because I tell you something, I was in such a state, I was nearly wearing the dogs, um, um the dog pants, the shirt shorts, because I was in such a state. Fuck me. It was horrific. It was enough for months before I would even do anything about it. It's no wonder men die of shame from having tumours and stuff because they're afraid of stuff. You know, it's no wonder because you fucking you get like one sore lump on your bum and you're like, it took months to go into the fucking doctor. Stop. Months to go in. And then when you go in, it's over in seconds. It's unbel- I, I don't know what it is. Anyway. Isn't that what they always say? Don't see your mad, always go, don't sit in cold walls. You'll get yeah, but again, piles again. If walls. you don't mind me putting this one out there, well, again, listen, we're already knee deep, as it were. In my case, yeah. genetics. It was hereditary again. Stop. Yeah, apparently it was. Yeah, I made of soft Question stuff. Is, did you ever? Did you ever meet your parents? I did. Yeah, That's yeah. A lot to my, answer yeah, for. I met my parents. <laughs> well, I don't think they left I don't think you. It was like they did it on purpose. Well, maybe they left you because they went. Do you know what? Genetically, now he'll get your piles, and he'll have my fat. So cholesterol. Oh my Fucking put him in, put him in the orphanage. They just, this one's a dud. Yeah. This one's completely broken. They probably had you genetically tested, and yeah. they went. You probably have way more shit yet to find. I was like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito and twins. You know the way yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. was made, and then all the bad stuff just came together to make Danny DeVito. He was go. made out of all yeah. the bits that were left That's over. My family though, I got like oh. the bad eyesight. It would turn out maybe my granddad's arthritic hands, and they're two totally different things. But yeah, oh my god, hilarious. Yeah, I thought awful. 
Awful. Jeez. How are your piles? The grant. They're gone. Don't uh, have them. No, they're gone. Yeah, they're gone. They Daddy. have a tendency now. If a bit of personal abuse will bring them back. I've noticed that. I, I, I mean, you now. Sticking things up your hole? No, for? not. I'm not sticking things up my hole. I mean, abuse is in bad food and alcohol. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> not like lying at home wondering if I can fit me watch up my arse no I don't there's, people, there's a like, marker for it there's people who do yeah, it yeah I'm more power to anyone that does but I'm just saying um, no I mean a personal abuse is in you know not being kind to myself like living on biscuits and pizza for a week and then maybe oh, having a couple diet. of pints or whatever that because make, it makes if you get constipated it makes a flare oh you sound like a little old little flared up it flares up, up yeah you flares. know have a flare up now yeah, yeah. that doesn't no, thankfully happen. I've never had the uh, you know the some con- the constipation. I thought I, I thought they were from constipation. Well, not my case. I, I, okay. I just inherited them. I inherited someone else's. I think. Okay. Well, Jesus, yeah. I hope I never inherit them. You get them when you're you'd pregnant, know, though. You know by now. No, I, like they were never bad. It's just from when you push a baby out. Oh yeah, yeah, like oh, that because yeah. that was it. She was like, and like that. And I was swear I didn't. I did not know what a suppository was until that moment. And I was like, sorry, wh- where would you? like? I literally was like, going, where are you going with that? And she's like, oh, oh no, it's crying. You have it in a tablet form. Like, nothing's that bad. She's like, oh, you're, you're all right. Like, but if they get any worse now, we'll have to get you something and then everything was fine. Yeah. It was more actually the damage that was done to the other part of my body from pushing a child out. Of course it was. Yeah, that's uh, that's an amazing thing. No, it's not. Well, it's an amazing thing oh, to it's happen. it's an amazing I, well, thing I, to okay. happen, but not the, not no. the, the pain after it. But is the not. physical transformation that, or the physical, enjoy, that whole experience fairness, that I, a woman I, has to go I through. I genuinely now look at Oshin and go, I cannot believe that she and Hannah, that he grew in my body. Like he's a, because he's a foot, like I suppose maybe our parents, not so much yours, they abandoned you. Um, but more, <laughs> more I look at. A little bit more complex. <laughs> I look at Oshin and go, like he's a fully grown five year old. Like I can't pick him up. He's so heavy. I'm kind of going, you were in here and you came out of here and now forcefully removed as it were. But like, that's mental, isn't it? Like, it like is I mental. think my mom looks like, at me and goes, "Fucking hell, you like me?" I know. It's I don't mad, know how it like, feels. I can't mental. imagine how it feels. Sometimes mental. I blow my nose and I can't believe that came out of me. So uh, how, yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine what it feels to have actual living life. I've realized created that from things that we within say, you. I can't imagine it. People Google words because they don't understand what we say. Oh, like what? Gooch. Somebody Google the word. Oh, gooch. did they? Yeah. yeah. How's your gooch? Yeah, I, I suppose. Yeah, so we're, we're so one of our American listeners was in um, Disney World and has never found the word Mickey as funny since he's listened to. I always what? Yeah, I I think it's literally just an Irish thing because there was an English show oh, yeah. called Metal Mickey when we were kids, and I remember thinking that was the funniest thing ever. Well, there was a robot called Metal, Metal Mickey, Mickey yeah. and like I was in Portugal and with the girls, and there was a guy, and he had a T-shirt that said "I Heart Mickey" on it, like it was a Mickey Mouse T-shirt, and I just thought it was. The f- I went over and took a picture of him, and he just, he honestly thought I was released for the day. I just thought it was the funniest thing ever. I was like, "Where did you get your T-shirt?" It'll never not be funny for Irish not people. At all. Never not be funny. Anything that involves Mickey is always funny <laughs> in every sense of the word. In every sense of the word. Are we going to go into cancel culture? Yes, we have to look. It's the big thing that happened during the week. It's fucking tragic. Mm. Um, the the whole Caroline Flack thing is yeah. unbelievable. Did you see? Do you have the statement that was or the, the Instagram post by any chance of hers? Yeah. Yeah. The one that didn't get posted. 
Uh, hang on. It was today the family released it. Uh, it was an Instagram post about, um, you know, that she was going to post in a, in order to some way go to defend herself. Yeah. And my fuck, it put such a perspective on it. It's so it's horrifying. Yeah. Like, like I, I actually, know, I actually haven't because I haven't been online. It, at it just all has today. to be said. I just like it's gone. It's like we knew. I don't know what it is about social media. I don't know why it happened. And there's a lot of theories going around that maybe it's escalation culture that social media has gotten to such a stage where it's no longer you no longer feel like you're being heard or relevant if you're not screaming in a room so gradually if you want like it like happens in any crowd of people it, it gets louder and louder and bigger and bigger and then there's the, the argument that maybe it's people signaling to their own crowd that they are indeed one of their own crowd by being nastier than thou this whole like fucking I can be part of this group more than you can be part of this group culture but it's gone fucked it's at the stage now people are actually dying I have been fucking dying Caroline Flack is not the first person who has died. No. She's just the biggest name who has died. It fucking kills people. Going on the internet and calling people names fucking kills people. It fu- they fucking die. And if you, if you think that it's all right, if you're one of the very few people that sends messages to people this week saying, what about it? She was a domestic abuser. Well, fine. If that's your attitude, grand. But fuck you. Because do you really think this is a just outcome? Hmm. Even, if she was die, a, like- even if she was a fucking horrible person, which I'm sure she wasn't. Mm. Do you think this is a just outcome? Are you happy? Are you fucking proud with yourself that you can still be part of the fucking problem on social media? It ki- cancel culture kills. You have to start fucking marking it now. All of us. You have to start when you see someone doing it. Just write this is abuse on the post and move the fuck on. It has to be done. Like this is fucked. And this is not one of the. And this if it happens to someone like Caroline Flack, can you imagine what it's like for someone who's a fucking teenager in school? Mm. Who's just coming into development in their life and somebody is, and this is happening. It's like I think for the likes of me has lived half my life without the internet being a part of it. Yeah. I can't even imagine the real pressures yeah. on it. And I, I'm just I, I'm I'm lucky that I'm a bloke as well and that I don't get attacked in the same way. But fuck me, it's gone, it's fucked. I really hope it's a turning point. Unfortunately, I don't think it is. Yeah. That's but the problem. Fucked. The, the, it's fucked. Her family statement that came out today was within. This is what she was going to post on the twelfth of December. Within twenty four hours, my whole world and future was swept from under my feet, and all the walls that I had taken so long to build around me collapsed. I am suddenly on a different kind of stage, and everyone is watching it happen. I have always taken responsibility for what happened that night, even on the night. But the truth is, it was an accident. And then the Guardian goes on to say the flack. Flack said that she had been having some sort. Tor- some sort of emotional breakdown for a very long time, adding, but I am not a domestic abuser. We had an argument and it was an accident that happened. It was an, an accident. So um, she said it was something very sad and very personal. Um, the reason that she's talking today is because her family can't take any more. I've lost my job, my home, my ability to speak. And the truth is, is that it's all been taken out of my hands and used for entertainment. I can't spend every day hidden away being told not to say what to say <clears throat> or not to speak to anyone. And she added, for a lot of people, being arrested is a, for common assault is an extreme way to have some sort of spiritual awakening. But for me, it has become the normal. I have been pressing this news button on the stress on my life for my whole life. I've accepted shame and toxic opinions for my life for over 10 years. And yet told myself it's all part of my job, not complaining. The problem with airbrushing things under the carpet is that they're still there. And one day someone is going to lift that carpet and all you are going to feel is shame and embarrassment. She also apologised for the impact on the close to uh, to those close to her writing. I'm so sorry for my family, for what I have brought upon them and for what my friends have had to go through. 
I'm not thinking about how I can get my career back or how I'm going to get my career back. I'm thinking about how I'm going to get mine and my family's life back. Flax's mother, Chris, who revealed that she was due to see her daughter on the day she was found dead, said, Carrie sent me this message at the end of January, but was told not to post it by advisors. But she so badly wanted her voice to be heard. It's fucking tragic. It's tragic, like... It like the, the, and the blood in the photograph was her blood. It was her blood. But so her biggest fear was that the body cams that were on showed her with blood all over her because the blood was her because she had self-harmed. It wasn't from her boyfriend. So people, the the, the press had put out that the blood all over the bed was because she had beaten her husband or her partner boyfriend with a lamp but the blood was because she had self-harmed and the blood was her blood on, on the bed and the blood on her. But the body cams were due to be shown in court in March when she would go to court and she was terrified of that being out in the, in the public. So there's so many different facets to it, I think with Caroline but on, on not that it's about me or on a personal note and I know he hasn't really spoken about it but I know what it's like having someone in your family in the public eye. I know what it's like seeing people write things about your family. Like I've seen people go, call my like have pictures of my cousin with a pig beside them I've had people like shouting at Christopher walking across the street going hey Moyles you fat bastard ha 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 I've been in a car when he's been chased by the paparazzi for no reason like we've had to pull over and push a hood up um, so because there's paps following for no reason there'd be paps outside his house when he just walks outside his house when he's on Radio 1 I've been standing with him outside a venue with my husband beside me, cropped out of a picture, and it's like Moyle's a mystery woman for people to comment underneath and go, it's his fucking cousin. Like, so I've seen that on that level, that he wasn't presenting Love Island. He wasn't the hottest entity in town. He didn't, he wasn't in, you know, that that really pushed culture of, he wouldn't follow any of us on Instagram or on, on Twitter about two or three years ago, or especially when he was on Radio 1, for fear of a connection of someone sending us shit on yeah. social media can you imagine the level so that's at his level can you imagine at the level imagine Caroline Flack's parents his, her friends her sister her brothers her nieces her nephew every waking moment for her life for the past whatever amount of weeks and whatever months they would constantly have been a paparazzi standing outside her door waiting for that picture irrelevant of any of those things and she clearly was going through the worst possible time and on top of that her home wasn't safe because she would go online for people to tell her that she was a stupid bitch and that she should go and kill herself and that the world was bad there was there's no there's no security from it she had nothing secure in her life nothing her friends so it doesn't matter how much counselling you give somebody how much support you put somebody in when someone has fucking destroyed when the, the culture has destroyed you to that point like she didn't get out alive and like yeah. that loads of people haven't got out alive some people do but she's not the last statistic of people who don't get out alive people went into Big Brother 15 years ago and they got through it because the tabloids wrote what they want but they could get into the house and they could close the door and they weren't under fire whereas now with Love Island and all of those things it's on their phone yeah I know and there's no getting away we from it we just call people whatever we want to call them you're carrying around yeah. your own channel to yeah. your own abuse in yeah. your fucking pocket yeah. 24 hours a day yeah. We could have lost an Irish comedian this year over. I Like, you know, or last year over. And the thing is, uh, whether you believe it or not, or it's you need to sort of just avoid the people you don't like. We need to start to, all of us, because we've all reacted to someone. Mm. All of us have taken part in this bullshit oh, at no, some I've stage. Oh, no, I've done it. Like, I, I literally was like... like it's, you, I if you commented. don't agree with someone, 
it's time to just turn the fuck away. You but know, I, like, I like we we buy into it and we forget about it and we don't think it's as as dangerous as or as nasty as it is. But like but I was watching Love Island too. It's not. But that's what I'm saying. But I was watching Love Island a fucking ten day five days ago. I called a twenty year old a dose. I called a 20-year-old kid on a television show a dose. I called her that on my Twitter account because I was caught up in a television show. I called a 20-year-old kid on a television show a dose. Yeah, that's all of us. Like, we, we, we have to accept responsibility. We all have to accept... You know, that's not the worst shit that I've been called. I go on to Mario or but to anyone, here... Like and you said. worry about coming off because I'm like, someone's going to fucking call me back. Someone's going to tweet me and fucking give me shit. Someone tweeted or Instagrammed me on Saturday and gave me shit about something I put up on Instagram on Saturday. And I was just like, oh, I'm really sorry. That's on a minuscule. Yeah. It's fucked. Like, it is... I I went I started like freaking out on myself then and started going through my own Twitter history, oh. see if there was a you know abusive messages <laughs> to people, and I just saw one quite recently that I deleted because I just it's so stupid but it was like Danny Healy Ray, going on about um what was he going on about, oh how he didn't care we really don't care about the planet and oh that's a hell about the planet remember this yeah. one and I just wrote tired and emotional basically suggesting he was pissed yeah, and like at that time I thought I was being a gas cunt like. Yeah. I just had to but I just had to leave it's, it's, it And it feels like it's nothing But then you just think How many people are doing it yeah. Like if anything's trending at all Yeah It's negative right So did you Have you watched Miss Americana Taylor Swift No Watch it It's so relevant right now She's like The Kanye thing She's saying like She's built her whole career It's such a good watch Especially at the moment She's built her whole career Around appreciation She's built her whole career Around those applause Around people liking her appreciating her there to see her and then Kanye took the moon man off her at the MTV awards and she's like people were booing they were generally booing Kanye but she believed they were booing her because your whole thing with it is that the appreciation is for you and then she was saying about things like she's like do you know how many people in America have to be talking about you for you to be top trending like do you know how many people are telling you how how many people are telling you they hate you yeah yeah to kill yourself for that to trend in America it's millions yeah yeah so her phone is just sitting there and millions of people going, fuck you, Taylor Swift. Go kill yourself, Taylor Swift. You're this, da, 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 you know. And she was like, that was happening regularly. Fuck that. Like, but you and know. That's like, just, and that's like on the super <clears throat> end of things. But like it happens. Of course it does. Like I know of certain people in Ireland who would never trend worldwide. No. Where maybe it's just 60 people mm. have come on and called them all fuckheads mm. and I've seen the effect it's had on people. Yeah, but you sit it's, like, but we all do, you sit to the Late Late Show trends every Friday night because it's us sitting there slagging people off on the Late Late Show. Like, it, Love Island trends. It's the world though, isn't it? It's like you sit there, you, it's, you're, you're, you're multi-screen, you yeah. sit there on your phone and oh, on I the do, telly. Like, I do it all the time. I sit and I like, tweet, I, t- I read the tweets of, of Love Island and I watch Love Island. I can't watch Love Island, I'm done. I'm done. I'm like, I'm well, at a point where... Now. It's fucking tainted now. I mean, it shows like yeah. where, it, where it can really end, doesn't it? Yeah. But it's, it's not just about that. It's like, it is the bigger picture of... But it doesn't stop. Like, it just doesn't stop. Like, there's no... People go, yeah, but I don't do that. I do. I just say I don't like your dress. Yeah, you, I know. You know, I'm not telling you to you kill yourself. But it comes from the top. Like, you look at fuck ITV as well, who disowned her. They dropped her like a hot snot. They dropped her like a hot... Like, they couldn't get rid of her fast and she was gone. As soon as the accusation came, gone. Mm. You are gone. You are history. Yeah. You are not as important as the brand of this TV show. That is the end of it. Mm. Money fucking talks. She was gone. Yeah, she was dead. Disappeared. Yeah. And then they make their statement about how one of our team, she wasn't one of your team, you fucked her into the rubbish like she was trash. Yeah. You fucked her in the rubbish. 
There's no way. And yet then there's there's our aunt nearly knocking somebody over in a car locked oh, out of a game where they gave, him, they gave him an award. It was all very sad, Dan. It was just all later. very sad, yeah. Because, you know, it was all, oh, your poor old aunt, yeah. yeah. Do you, yeah. But like, do you know, like the hypocrisy of it, it is, is like, is, bullshit, is, yeah. is terrifying. It's terrifying. Well, I do hope it makes some impact. I don't think it will. Unfortunately, I don't think it will. I think in another month's time, no one's going to give a fuck. Oh, we've done it too many times. We've done it too many times before. I do think that there. I do think that something has to happen online. Like actually, Joey tweeted something the other day that was quite interesting. He's like, "Do you think that there will come a day where we'll look back and go? Do you remember we used to go on, not be able to go on to a social completely yeah. anonymously, say yeah. whatever we want about whoever we want, and have absolutely no repercussions? But yeah, even if you I look so. at the I papers, can't... so what they print you're held libelous for print but what they put online they're not held libelous for it. so they can write whatever they want so any of these newspapers can write whatever they want online from a source but they can't print it on the actual printed newspapers like yeah it's, it's too much yeah. it's it, like too it much. is it's I, I, I'm I'm genuinely so I don't know Caroline Flack I don't let you know I just I like watch the show but I just, I like, it absolutely took the took the wind out of me. But it, it's it's just that bigger culture of, like, when you take it down to a minuscule and that, like, literally a minuscule of that. I still always go, if I go on Mario and talk about something, I come off and I, I if I see lots of replies on Twitter, I generally shit myself a bit. Or if this comes out and we've said something, I might have a bit of a, you know, yeah. because. You just don't know what anybody's going to say to you. Like, How, yeah, I know. How do we get so comfortable fucking pissing all over each other though? That's why I, I don't really, I really don't understand. Yeah, where's it. humanity gone? Like at the start though, even when on the, at the beginning of all the online stuff, MySpace and shit, people Me, didn't people do for it for roast dinners. People made, yeah, it's I know. People for roast it just dinners. went on the runner from the toilet. No, yeah. but people were used to. This, but there was times. no abuse. It was like it was either like like real life. It was you either got completely ignored or people spoke to you. And then Facebook started. It was kind of the same for a while. And then... But Instagram it used just to be went, really nice. And then you just got like these... Yeah, yeah, it Instagram. Used to be food. Yeah, but like, or whatever. I don't know. People just ignore it. Instagram's still... I don't you see. I can't tell you if it is or not. I, I have different experiences to people. <laughs> but like, it, it, we suddenly... Or not suddenly, but it gradually became okay to wake up in a bad mood, get onto your phone, take a fucking piss on somebody's life, just slash oh, shit all over their lives... Put down your phone and walk off into your day like it meant nothing. Yeah. It just became normal. Yeah. It just became normal to just open up your phone and fucking piss all over someone and walk off. And it's that that is not normal yeah, behaviour. People just have, have accounts for sports now. Do you know, like, it's literally a blood sport. It's just like, yeah, I've, I know. I've gone in, like, where someone has commented something quite nasty to me or has said so, and I've gone in and just gone, that's just their sport. Like, for for sport. Oh, if you look at any yeah, account that does yeah. it. And Joey's like, Joey, yeah. like, do not reply to that person because they're looking for a they need, That's all yeah, they want. Yeah, they need just response, like, yeah. But it's the same way as, like, in radio, like, people. It was always that thing. I was talking to somebody the other day. It was like, it was always that thing of, like, someone being able to text into you in a radio When you rang, they didn't do it. But when you could text a radio station, it then became apparent you could just text and you could say what you want. So like people would go, oh, Jesus. This, I remember when I worked in the radio station, someone was like, this same person used to call like call me. Uh, oh, I can't, it was a country word. I can't even remember what it was. A blint or something. I don't know what it was. <laughs> but it was the same person used to just send in. And I rang them one day. No, I wasn't even on air. I just literally you picked up the it. number and rang them. I went, hi, how's it going? That's Suzanne Kane from blah, blah, blah. I was like, uh, you just keep texting in. Oh. And I was like, no, I'm just, I'm just wondering why you feel the need to, to regularly send in. I was just having a laugh and I went, but it's not funny. 
Oh right, yeah, yeah, fair enough. So, but like, it's that thing of like, if you if you reply to them, but sometimes I'd ring and just go, "Why are you? What do you want to talk to me?" It's the cowardice of it, though, isn't it? My, like when it becomes real, it's gone. On the phone. Yeah, it's the cowardice of it. Yeah. To this day, twenty fucking five years after my first gig, no one has ever said a single bad thing to me on the street. Really? It just hasn't I'll happened. I'll change that if you see him. <laughs> yeah, it just hasn't happened. It doesn't happen. It's not a thing that happens. <clears throat> no. But on the phone. Yeah, on the phone it's, they will. It's pretty regular. Yeah. Like. Yeah. And it is, like, it's funny, because I remember saying that to you about when did you do the Valentine's special last year or something on the Late Late Show? And I remember saying to you, like, the shit that people write about everybody that oh, had been yeah, on that yeah. show was like, like I, was, I was sitting getting protective going, the fuck is this guy now? Oh, <laughs> I'll have you now. Come on, let's go. But, you, yeah, like, yeah. but it, like, it, it is funny that. There's like, it's it's the vitriol. And I, I said this about the, I actually talked about it on Mario on Sunday, about the, even around the election, the nastiness that was around of like, you're a fucking thick if you vote for such such. You're oh, that's the way it is. Yeah, it yeah. was so aggressive. It is it aggressive. Like It's tribal. It's yeah. it's tribal. It's yeah. the, yeah. And, if, and we all live in some sort of shape or form mm. of our own echo chamber too. I follow people I don't agree with. But it's fa- they're vastly outnumbered by people I do. Yeah. So we all live in this thing where you see something that's contrary to what you think and that person is no longer someone that thinks different. They're just a fucking mad dickhead. A tick. <laughs> fucking idiot. Piss poison asshole idiot. It's too easy. It's just too easy it's to dissociate. Though. It is It is funny though how I just, I don't know where it ends. I don't know if it will. Like, like well, this I, is where I it heard... ends. It ends like, with the, it, it, that, it ends with Oh, I know, Caroline but Caroline will, will and, die and take and, her own life. And, and, and everybody four, else. Four you know, days' time, us. we'll just go back to... Yeah, like, I, I heard Christopher say something about it the other day, and he's like, if you really wanted to change, like, on a certain day, nobody buy a newspaper in the UK, and no one click online. Imagine everybody in the UK doing that. Imagine, like, that never in itself. Happened, it though. would never happen, but the, this, the, the signal that that was sent... Although I thought, what's your man, Jurgen Klopp? Is he the... The Liverpool, the Liverpool manager, coach, he's yeah. like, I don't, an- I don't answer messages. I don't answer people from the sun. He refused to answer someone from the sun. Oh, well, that's because he's Liverpool, though. No, he said nothing got to do with being from Liverpool. He was like, there's stuff that will come out in the next days and weeks. And he said, I don't answer. No, it's not, so it's not uh, got to do with... Um, oh, he couldn't, though. He wouldn't uh, be allowed. No, he's he's answered them before. No, he's, what? No, no. he has. He said, he, no, he no purposely... No, Liverpool Football Club no, talks I to know, the sun. I know, but he... Because he, he said he made because I can't saw even it buy the sun in Liverpool. No, I know. Well, obviously from fucking yeah, Hillsborough. Um, Hillsborough. But but no, it was like a real point that he was like, I don't speak to the sun. But it wasn't. Nothing. He's like, it's nothing to do with Liverpool. He like actually said it's nothing to do with Liverpool. I right. like he because I saw it all over thing. He was like, because I went, oh, that's is, I was oh, that's obviously just the standard. Now he's jumping, like not jumping on, but obviously he's reiterating from Hillsborough. Yeah, it's, it's but he was club, like, yeah. he was like, no, I don't, I don't. God. But it's like Mary I hate Lou. Agreeing with anyone from Liverpool. Mary Lou doesn't speak to people <laughs> from the Daily Mail, apparently. Does she not? To know your man from the Daily Mail was asking a message. The oh other day no, and... that was it. He she, he turned up and asked, decided he was de- a demanding question. Even He's the Irish, he's a journalist. Ask the questions of those Sinn Feiners. You even, ask them their questions. Even the Irish Times spoke against that lad. He spoke. He, he turned up and said to man, that lad. It was yeah, they did. Yeah, it was supposed to be a questions and answer session later in the day, but he demanded questions and answers at completely the wrong time. I mean, oh Jesus. Can I give you my headline? Go on, yeah. It's an old one from the thirtieth of January, but I had it in my armor. Um, it was on RTE News. Two men given jail sentences for sailing drunk on the Liffey. 
I thought you'd love this. Oh, I know this. It was our lifeboat that went out to us. I wondered, was it? Was it you? I wasn't on it. But Two it was... men who sailed a lifeboat along the River Liffey into a shipping lane while drunk have been sentenced to three months in jail and one month suspended. <laughs> captain Brian Stacey from Derry Drive. The captain, sorry. So this is my first point. Is I actually they... can't talk about this. Oh, can you not? No, I'll let you do okay. it. So I can't first... though because... I'm it's, a com- it's a conflict of interest and appeal, so okay. I can't. I- <laughs> well, then actually, let probably let. No, you can go. <laughs> you so go for my it. My first question. My first question is this: Is the captain Brian Stacy? So they've given this man the the status of captain. He's drunk and has, has robbed a boat, but they've now called him the captain. It's like you know, it's like drug dealers when they call them lieutenants and give them names like they've actually trained for something. This man is the captain. Um, said it was his God-given right to sail on the River Liffey with his friend from Captain's Road, ironically in Crumlin. They stripped off on the keys when the Orla and I and the guards got there. <laughs> they were convicted of careless and drunk sailing, a breach of a peace under the maritime law. Anyway, they've been released pending an appeal. Um, they said that they went for an early morning cruise. The weather was good. 2007. Um, in a 20 foot, a 26 foot pleasure craft into a shipping lane at 6am, they refused to get out for the Ornall Eye of the Harbour Master and it delayed the arrival of 4,000 ton cruiser in. And the, the sailors, again, not actually have any any background in sailing. The sailors were seen on CCTV drinking from bottles but denied it was beer. They said they were drinking water from a foreign I see this more about racism foreign brand of glass bottles um, the guardy were arrived were told to fuck off Brian Stacey insisted it was his God given right to sail down the Liffey if he felt like it and this is guard Paul Moody I went to school with him had to jump for, I'd say he wasn't say he's gone he's claimed overtime for this had to jump <laughs> from one boat to another without a life jacket to defuse the situation I'd say he's in for a claim they arrested the captain. Again, I reiterate, not actually, and commanded the deckhand. The other lad they've called. Again, these lads have never. Anyway. Um, I've so much I'd love to say. Tell you what, when it goes to Unfortunately, appeal. Unfortunately, I'm gagged by um, by a certain thing. <laughs> anyway, so that that's my, they, were pay, they were fined and they've, they're in for an appeal. That's my favourite story. I can't wait till it's over because you we'll know what ta- it is when it's finally over and the appeal is set. Uh, we'll talk about it more. We'll have great stories to tell then. We'll talk about it We'll a have lot great more. stories to tell then. The only headline I could see this week, but I don't want to do it now because he's talked so much about arse already was one in 30 people admit to doing the shite in the shower. Have you seen that? <coughs> oh, one in 30 people poo in the shower. Vomit, one vomit. in 30 people asked, admitted to it that they, they they take a shite in the shower when they go for the shower. What sort of sick, what sort of person gets into the shower and drops their bottom baggage in between their fucking legs and then uses their toes to scrip it down? What oh sort? Oh my god, that's what they do. Well, I don't know. I can't think of what else you do. I can't think of what other way you do it. Like, what sort of person goes in and releases a brown trout into the wild <laughs> right between their legs and then admits to it? Admits to it to a survey. So imagine, so if it's one in 30 people in a survey that said they do it, it must be an awful lot higher than that in real life. And then this woman read the story oh, and she went, so on, she went out on she went out on Twitter and she said, how many people here would admit to doing it? So it's public-ish in Twitter, right? right. 6% of 2,000 people, over 100 people, I think that is, right, came back and says, yes, publicly, publicly. Over a hundred people went on Twitter and says, "Yeah, I shite in the shower. What about it? I, I what about it? 
What about you fucking sicko? You're dropping your bottom, your For bottom anyone who has luggage out of your hole into the fucking... It's disgusting. And then oh. a, another 1% Ugh. admits, here's the worst part. I think it's the worst part of the whole story. 1% of people said that, you know, they have to sometimes go to the gym uh, and come back to work or they cycle to work. So they have took a shit in the shower at work. They've gone into a, sh- a workplace shower, dropped it out... Dropped out the trouts in work. I don't know what they do. I only imagine they stamp on it till it's gone Ah. away. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's the most disgusting thing I've ever heard in my life. It's the most disgusting thing I've ever heard in my life. I mean, mean, no matter how bad you are, (coughs) whatever situation you're in, just I mean, what sort of life are you living where you couldn't be arsed? You start thinking, I need a shot. I'm not not going to go to the toilet when I'm in the shower, am I? What a waste of time. I understand the slash. We've all been there. But this, I think this I do thing. always think you should get out, even to we. Oh, I know you should, but sometimes it's freezing. Uh, but <laughs> it's too cold. <laughs> it's not right to knock it Anybody out. Anybody who has small kids, if you've ever heard that noise of one of your kids, because like obviously my kids still bath together now, she's just starting to shower. So that's but it's like Ushin will be like, "Mom, I'm freak." He's never done it, and he's like, "How's poo? Fuck me." <laughs> Ah, yeah. I know, but Because you have know. to get it out. Oh, Jesus. And, like, get it into the toilet. Then you have to get everybody out of the bath. Then you have to clean the bath. But then the kids need to get back into the bath because you need to wash the bathy, shitty water off the kids. I I could never be a parent, like. <laughs> I could never do it. I wish I could. I really do. I really... I wish I could. I don't know how you do oh it. You're literally... You're superhuman. You are superhuman. No, that's like... Oh, she never did it. Never, ever, 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 ever did it. Always jumped out. He still now would be like... You'd hear him jumping out of the shower and he'd be like... He's like, I just need to go to the toilet and he jumps out and goes to the toilet. Madam fucking arrived. She's only done it twice, but it's been twice now. She wasn't been well the two times it's happened. I know, it's only twice, but here's the thing about... Here's the thing about shit. Even the tiniest, little, smallest, most minuscule tiny piece of shit is still too much shit it's awful it's worse than the bath I can assure you I can't did you see something on your phone that made you go huh or did did you forget that you were supposed to be somewhere I I can show it to you but I can't show it to anyone else okay well they can't see because it's a podcast yeah so it's pretty good news oh it's it's about Madhouse and what may be happening (gasps) isn't that unreal I think it's safe to say there's good things happening. That's pretty good, isn't it? Yes, um, pretty good. That's fucking insane. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Madhouse may very well be back on the road before we thought. Yeah. And if it goes anything by the email I've just got, it's quite an quite a good place for it to be. And it'll be in the autumn. That's so exciting. Isn't that good, isn't it? Yeah. So I'm quite happy with that. I'm trying to be um as much as you know, I'm trying to. I got, I got the, you know, the secret, the book where you write down your positive affirmations. I'm yeah. trying to be as positive as I can. Like I'm trying my best to try and put good shit into the universe for good stuff to come back. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying. Yeah, yeah, it's worth it. It's good exercise. Yeah, you know? I like it's hard sometimes. Yeah, it's. I'm. Uh, yeah, trying to be thankful for what you have is the. No, is I'm. The, I'm fairness. I am mad I'm thankful. An yeah, what are you looking for now? Nothing, I'm just giving out to myself now. Okay. <laughs> um, I am desperately trying to do it, but it, like, it, it can be quite challenging trying to be... Positive. Yeah, all of the time. It's work, it's a habit. Yeah. It's a habit. I watch, oh my God, now People I can are tell you. Habit. Uh, I can tell you now, we went to Tommy Tiernan, to the Tommy Tiernan show. Oh, to the chat show? Yeah. Yeah. 
It was poor. Oh, we got a dud night, but Joey liked the people we had. I was just like, well, we Tom or we had poor Carrington because it's forty. You're there for three and a half hours. You are not three and a half fucking hours because they like what? explain they, the process. So then. you go in at seven o'clock. You don't get out till like half ten, quarter to eleven. So the, and they talk to each of the people for like depending, like up to like fifty minutes. <coughs> I know what. Yeah, for an hour-long show. So poor Carrington, Joey found him really interesting. And he I thought he was interesting in the sense where he's a really optimistic, positive person. I should probably take from a bit from that. We had these two goons sitting beside us. I'm not like I know we're trying to be nice about people, but they were goons, right? They just kept like talking and stuff. I hate and that. And then yeah. the next person who came out was a sex worker. Yeah. Katie McGrew, I think is her name. And your man turned out to his wife and like shook her leg. He's like, oh, here we fucking go now. Like delighted with himself. With, like a fucking horn because somebody came out and said, because she was in a short dress. It was like, he was like literally the epitome of the bullshit she was talking about. <laughs> right? So anyway, she was on. Oh. And actually, I was so interested to hear what she had to say. Yeah. But then she, did you see it? No, I didn't see it, no. She kind of did this whole act that like literally about five minutes into the conversation, Tommy went, can we just stop here for a second? He's like, will you take a breath? He's like, are you real nervous? And she's like, oh, and he goes, will you just relax? He goes like, I feel like you're shouting at me like, he was like, just, let's just have a, a conversation. Really? Like, let's, yeah. Because yeah. she kept like making sex noises. And like, and I understand she's self-employed and that, you know, everybody has to put out what they need to put out or whatever. But I was so interested to hear what she was Her story. Say, yeah, what she was saying about sex workers in Ireland and what she, what, like, what kind of things that face them. And like, at one point, Tommy Tiernan had a great point about he was like about about sex trafficking and he was like they just want their fucking passports back actually but even she didn't get a full point point around that she was like we need to be supported by the guards and it needs to be legalised and she had a really good point but it was kind of lost in like her making sex noises and laughing she's trying Tommy. to make light of it like no, or she something. wasn't trying to make light of it she was just kind of being I don't know if the right word is that she was kind of being sexual kind of but she she just kind of kept going ah, I know Tommy and like Instead of just sit like she, it was kind of almost there was elements of it that felt a bit glamorous. She said like so. Then Tommy then was a bit immature. He was like, "How much you charge for a ride?" And she's like, "Well, we could do all these things." And then she was like, "But just for a, she's like, I like a quickie in the morning." And Tommy's like, "But how much is it for a ride?" She's like, "I charge three hundred, Tommy. I charge three hundred. And he kind of made a gag about the audience, but I was like, "She charges three hundred quid for a ride." But there's women who are who are with addictions and in domestic abuse relationships who are working on the side of the road under pimps or whatever and aren't charging 300 quid yeah, for a yeah. ride in a, in a an apartment somewhere in Dublin. And uh, did they go what? into that at all? No, and they, and that was it. I kind of felt it was almost like the sex. She talked about some aspects that were really interesting. She had some great points, but I also, I just feel that there's a whole vulnerability side of the sex workers that that wasn't really, that it was almost like you could, you can get in touch with her online and this is how you book in and it's 300 quid for a ride or she'll go, like an escorting yeah. service. And like the drug tra- or the human trafficking part they didn't really go into and the fact that there's women against their will out on the side of the road and it's not it's not 300 quid in a nice apartment yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean it's so, much more fucked yeah, up again but yeah. again I sp- like he only talked to her for 50 minutes and whatever so that was fine and then 50 minutes yeah. I know Roddy Doyle came out oh yes I heard about this so I really like Roddy Doyle. Like it's it's. I remember like the first set of trilogy of books I read was the Barrytown trilogy. I remember reading them at sixteen. I read them again when I was eighteen. I read them again at twenty because they were those kind of books. The more you read, the more you understood the language, and they became funnier. I still remember my mom and dad sitting reading, laughing out loud, reading them. And uh, he was grand. And we were in the green room, and Joey was like, <laughs> "That's all he gets." 
He was grand. Right. I'm deeply unimpressed, Suzanne Kane there. I think it's safe to say. So we're in the green room and Joey's like, no, he was good. Like he, I think he just, I just don't think he's into it. I just don't, I think he just says no. It's probably just a bit like, oh, fuck it. I don't want to be here. But well, he's got a new stage show, doesn't he? Two points. Yeah, exactly. So maybe it was he said just... he's never read anything that he's written and laughed. He said he's never found any of it funny. He just, and then, and I then Tommy said he knew him and then went, oh, what do you think about the Dubs doing five in a row and the, thro- or the thing for six? And he goes, like, and I'm like, he supports soccer. I even know that. Like, yeah, he's he Bowles man. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. I'll tell you how I know that. Um, So after, I was still a bit like, it's fucking Roddy Doyle. Like, Roddy Doyle is iconic. Like, he's an iconic writer. And uh, Joe was like, say hello to him. And I went, I don't think I'll say hello to him now, to be honest with you. And Joe was like, well, and I went... He's like, well, when are you ever going to see Roger Doyle again in this kind of... And I went, probably never. And he was like, you admire his writing, just say hello. So I was like, no. <laughs> Joey, he's making it. No, he's jo- like a, one of those mummies. He's a pushy mum. He's a stage yeah. mum. But I also think Joey was setting me up, to be perfectly honest. Ah, stop that. <laughs> so anyway, I went over and introduced myself, said hello to Roger Doyle. He had no more interest than the man tap dancing naked on the fucking moon than he did to talk he literally was like and I actually was like oh I do a podcast with PJ Gallagher because I was like maybe I could ask him to be on the podcast because he could be really interested oh, I was like yeah. oh me and PJ Gallagher do a podcast from Dub- called Dublin he's from the north side I'm from the south side and he's like oh yeah very good with who? and I was like PJ Gallagher and he goes yeah and he's like he's a Bose man and he goes I'm a Bose man and I went this isn't going to go well <laughs> he wasn't interested at all was he not? And then he went, what, what, what side of the city are you from then? And I went, the south. And he made a face, so I felt personally attacked by that. Oh, uh, that's fair enough, yeah. And uh, <laughs> then I very funny told him the whole oh, thing about the books and reading the books. Oh, so you kept at him. You weren't letting them off the hook. You were there going, this, is go- this conversation is going to happen. I desperately was trying to turn it. <laughs> And I told him about the books and he went, oh yeah, very good. I love that too. I love that. You're like, you don't want to talk to me? That doesn't fucking mean you're not going to talk to me. We're going to talk about your books. We're going to talk about bones. We're going to talk about the south side of Dublin and you're going to fucking like it, mister. Doyle. (laughs) So, yeah, that was it. So then I was like, thanks William for your time. And as I was leaving, he goes, what was the name of the podcast again? I was like, Dublin. It's very good. You should listen. And he's like, oh yeah, will you? So if you're listening, Roddy, there you go, Roddy. Now I tell you something. He won't be listening. Suzanne Kane is not very happy with you. No, I wasn't. That I wasn't happy with him. I kind of then came away to Joe and I was like, maybe you shouldn't meet your heroes, like because it depends. But sometimes then I went, you get so so. Uh, well, I did know myself and Chris Martin got on like a house on fire. Oh, shut up, you fucking dragon. So, um, <laughs> I just thought that I just I but then you go but then he's right because it's a bit like you. It's like. You ex- I expect a version of Roddy Doyle that I read in the books but he's a man writing books he's incredibly talented mad, yeah. why should he have to be fucking Jimmy Rabbit when I ask him a question do you know what I mean I know, like, I know <clears throat> yeah yeah I do lo- I, lo- I was just a bit of a fan I of know him. what you mean you expect so much from someone that you've appreciated that work so much I just I like to me he's one of the like one of the great not even just great Irish writers to me as somebody who like I eat books I just love reading to oh, me I, I think he's just one of the most talented as I was actually saying to you I was like he's actually a playwright that we talked about with with uh, with Stephanie like he's his, his use of language but especially I Dublin language to me fascinates me and he keeps the, up with the times and he sums time. up the Dublin attitude towards things so yeah. well yeah. I, I love the way there's no shine there's, uh, uh, near the, the second last scene in the commitments is my favourite 
thing I think I've ever seen in any movie in my fucking life. Uh, because it's this moment that Joey Lips tries to make it special. So the whole thing is falling apart. The band is falling apart. Wilson Pickett didn't turn up. Yeah. They're fucked. Yeah. Andrew Strong throws a strap. He walks off. The gig went well. It was a great gig. But everybody knows it's over. That's it. It's the end of it now. And Jimmy Rabbit fucking loses his mind. And Joey the Lips comes out to him. And he says, sure, you could have made them famous. And they could have gone on and sold millions of records. But that would have been predictable. You raised their expectations of life. You gave them hopes. You gave them dreams. This way, Jimmy. This is poetry. And Jimmy looks at him and goes, it's a load of bollocks, Joey. is what it is. <laughs> It's a load of fucking bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> and I like, love the way he sums it up. It's just, you're like, oh, it's just such it, a beautiful thing. Because the even, expectation is that, Jimmy, that Jimmy's going to go, yeah, yeah, Joey. And he's and like, he's no, low. it's a load of bollocks. Load of bollocks and like it cuts to Jimmy Rabbit sitting in the bath interviewing himself as Terry Wogan. <laughs> he's like the best ever. And he's sitting there and he's so pretend, Jimmy. And you think that the, yeah, this, is the one he, this is the interview he wanted to happen. <laughs> but yeah. he knows it's never going to happen yeah. in his life. He's fucked now. This is it. Yeah, this is the new life. Over. So he's sitting there interviewing himself in the bath, talking into the back scrubber. And he goes, so, Jimmy... How do you think that went? And he goes, well, you know what I always say, Terry? We skipped the life fandango, turned cartwheels across the floor. I was feeling kind of seasick, but the crowd called out for more. And what does that mean, Jimmy? I'm fucked if I know, Terry. I'm fucked if I know. And then there's a wise man that goes, then the tears like, wise man. No, that's the snapper. Is that the snapper? That's the snapper. Oh, snapper. Yeah, snapper. yeah, yeah. Lick See, the tins. That's it, lick the tins. <laughs> See, this is the thing. It's They're iconic. Like, like whether you saw the snapper, the commitments, you just watched them as like as movies I they were the first books like that oh, I read that my parents well, you saw shared. yourself in them yeah yeah like because I remember my mom and dad pissing themselves reading them and then I read I read them and found parts of them funny but I was too young so then I remember going back being like 18 or 19 and reading them and like busting my whole laughing at them and then reading them again when I was like that you'd, you'd and they're they, those kind of books that like you wanted in like and that you saw them now I looked down on most people who were in those books no joking <laughs> No, you yeah, no, joking. <laughs> the North Side, but that community of, and I suppose we're talking about the whole thing about Twitter and the viciousness or whatever. But like that, that Dublin is like I think, and it's it's in every county. But that's always I think something real special in Ireland. Like I think that we have that, but maybe because I'm from Dublin, I think we have it better than anybody else. Uh, yeah, like probably. that, but that sense of like. Like that sense of 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 humor in the worst possible times, and the like. But the support is always there. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's like when someone dies. You're saying that, like in the in the worst lowest mo- moment that you find the funniest. Yeah, it's like, true. I remember and like, the absolute acceptance of yeah. disappointment. Yeah, the uh, unbelievable um, expectation of disappointment, yeah. <laughs> and the fucking humour therein. You know, the whole attitude of well, of course it was going to fucking fail. Yeah. Of course it was never going to work. You know, that's the whole Irish way of just doing things for the crack because ultimately we don't really feel like anything's going to fucking last. It's like live while you can. That's why we bandwagon on anything that ever goes wide, like sports-wise or whatever. We all hop on board because we're like, that'll be the end of that. <laughs> yeah. Like it's Alia 90 every, and like out painting. Yeah. Like they ran out of green, white and orange paint because everyone was painting the curbs outside their gaffs and all. Like we do, <laughs> like, and that's the thing we do. I think we're, I think that's what makes Irish people so 
but I think he encompasses that. Like, I think that's what Roddy Doyle is so clever at doing is that he really paints that picture. And now that obviously the two points that they've got older, but it's even like things that he he would say things that my dad would say, like, so I can't remember who he was talking about, but say in something to do or they voted yes. The gays, is it? Yeah, you know, like he's, we, it, and it's not in any way like a homophobic. No, it's, it's a pro. It's a, a literally it's a snapshot yeah. in the way people in the city actually yeah. speak to each yeah, other. That's, that's all. That's, that's what all it is. Do, yeah. like, but even like that, we were like, I remember, uh, like when my dad died, when we had prayers, uh, the priest came in and was black, and my like literally my, my brothers and all started laughing, like, but it was just nervous laughter or whatever. And somebody, like, in the worst possible time, somebody said, like, why are they laughing? And, like, it was a joke. Now, this was a pure joke. Someone was like, oh, because he was an awful racist about my dad. Oh, right? No, my dad wasn't. Oh, but, like, that God. was the gag. It was like, cause my brothers were laughing out of sheer, like, literally out of sheer, just, like, pure emotion. And this man walked in and he, he kept going, in the name of the Fadi, of the Sunny. Of the... So he kept on E at the end of all the words and we just started to laugh. But, like, somebody went, why are they laughing? And someone was like, oh, because Gary was, like, a mad racist. He hated black people, right? And, like, everyone started laughing then. Like, that is the most... <laughs> like, yeah. you're now telling that the dead man in the coffin is a racist and there's a black man reading his prayers and people cannot breathe for laughing. Like, that's how mental Irish people are. There's no truth in that he was a racist. They weren't laughing because the man was black. But that's what Irish people do in the fucking... Most like worst case situ- like situation. Blame the dead they man. Just blame the dead man. Blame like. the dead man. He won't. He won't yeah, mind. He won't mind. He won't mind. He'd find that funny. Yeah. Like so my dad would be like. He'd get laughed. Yeah. But like that's that's the magic. But he does that. He does that humor. Anyway, he'd no interest in talking to me. <laughs> no interest in talking. Yeah, you'll have to go to some Bose games. Get some material about stuff that he's interested in. Does he go to Bose? Do you see him at the Bose? No, here, I haven't here. seen there, but... I saw a video of someone put oh, online. I knew, I fucking knew you were going to bring this up. I knew you were going to bring this up. Your fans fighting again. Can I just ask a question? No. Now, well, there's no. men on the road over the north side. Grown, those... grown fucking idiots on the road. Yeah. Down the road, in Finsborough Road. Yeah. Where, where battering is. Where yeah, why? Can I, so I'll ask Nobody you this. I'll it. ask you this. It's one thing I cannot understand I don't go to a Dublin versus Kerry match and even though Kerry people annoy me I do not sit there and go tell you outside like Crow Park for a strainer I don't know what go- look it was a bad week for why everybody it was do a pox people it was the derby do, why, the der- I don't why, know why do soccer but, but it happens in all of the why honestly, do they fight each other I honestly other? can't tell you why anybody turns up for a football match and wants to punch the face yeah. off anyone. I can't I don't know the answer I don't know the answer. It was a bad week for... It was a really bad fucking week for just, football. it's not just... It's not thing. It happens... No, like, no, it's across, bowls, it is bowls and No, but across it's not in the, Ireland. Is it not? Is it just, no, is it just, just those two? It doesn't happen outside of a derby in Ireland. Like, on the same day... This, what's or the, the day equivalent? Before, what's the other equivalent in, in League of Ireland? There isn't one. That's the big derby. It's only, it's only bowls and... Rovers. Rovers. It's the big derby. Yeah, there isn't one. Like, here's a perfect example. On Friday night... Because they're both Dublin. Yeah, they're so there's north no, and south. Yeah, yeah, I know they're north and south because yeah. Shamrock Rovers is up by fucking Tala, Tala, yeah. yeah. Um, sure, your man who got a Sinn Féin vote has a seat there. Um, what was it? But like, there's no other county that have two, like Cork Ramblers or Cork Rovers? No, there is anything? counties that have two, but the, the rivalry just isn't the same. So the Cork would have Cove Ramblers and Cork City. They're yeah, in different divisions, though. They don't play okay. each other. But then there's like, there's the North West Derby. You What's know, that? so it'd be like Derry and Finn Harps would be considered the North West Derby. So would they bash each other? No. It only so happens why? at this one fi- This fixture is the only fixture it happens in. And I don't know why anyone turns up to football. And it was a real fucking prick of a thing to happen because it was a big week for Bowles. Bowles were having a really big 
brilliant week. With all you know, the, the brilliant The new jersey, jersey release with the Refugees Welcome yeah. and the you know the, the Refugees Welcome jersey that was released with Amnesty International. I heard really got nice, loads of coverage because I heard on loads of things. Worldwide yeah. coverage. Yeah. You know, worldwide Next coverage. Sky News or something. And, uh, they, and they teamed up with uh, Amnesty and then that, that was all that. There was the, the new beer came out, Bose Light that was being sold all around Fibsborough. Sorry, uh, you have a beer. Every membership sold out. All the tickets sold out for the year. It's just been uh, such a great week. And then the first fixture was, uh, was the Derby. Everybody looking forward to it, and it was fucking poison from start to finish. Really, not for again. I know everyone says it, but nineteen percent of the fans, more than that, are told went to the game and watched it. There's a bunch of fucking idiots that decided to turn up and punch the face off each other an hour down, uh, 15 minutes up the road from the stadium, not even in the stadium. Right. I don't know what the fuck people do that for. I never know. And then Rovers fans were throwing flares at their keeper, and. Then there was because uh, it was meant to be on telly, and then the weather was so the bad. It was because so I was going to watch it on Saturday, and then the weather so Orchie yeah. had to cancel, so and I didn't get was, to watch it. And then just in case Rovers fans listen to this, thinking I'm picking on them for throwing the flares on the pitch and all the abuse of the keeper, there was an element in the in the bow stand that were shouting "orange bastard" at the um, the Shamrock Rovers keeper because he's from the north, and there was the thing last year where he didn't stand towards the flag and all this shit. So I don't, but it was, you know, it was just it was a bad day. We were just let down. A few fucking dickheads on both sides let 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 everybody down. It's such a shame because it's not like that, you know. Like I was on Crow, I was on Hill sixteen when the Kerry and Dublin fans yeah. were battling each other yeah. at the final. Yeah, but it doesn't get the same press. Well, I know just, it did. You know, in fairness, I know you did. It, it did because yeah. I was I was really annoyed about that. I was really annoyed that people were fighting at the Dublin. Yeah, Kerry I was match. right next to them. Yeah. Right? and there was a guy there with his uh, daughter did, who was yeah. really terrified. Of course, but it was a but yeah, it was it's a, it was just for the week that was in it. It was such a big week, the first week of the whole. And where they and, they were just Bose and Rovers fans. It was because you could clearly see who they are in the video. Like you can clearly I see know, their faces. I know, yeah, I don't like. know, yeah, I don't know. So, do they get banned? But does it matter? Do they get banned? Or well, I'm do you sure know? they will. We all got all the members of Bo's got an email yeah. from the club, right. saying that the sectarian abuse was just that was can't that be, that can't be happening. That? It was, yeah, yeah. That, that can't be <laughs> was, yeah. That, that can't be happening. <laughs> don't want a minute responsibility for it, but that. Uh, and I imagine Rovers are going to. Dr- well, I don't know. Like Rovers players were asking them to stop throwing fl- fl- um, flares on the pitch. I so I imagine they'll do their own thing. But what you like? What, so do you have to play what the football clubs do? Yeah, three more times. Oh, for Jesus! So what? Please. What? But what did any football club can do about fucking pricks who meet up fifteen minutes yeah, down the road? Yeah, no, there's nothing you can to do punch about you. That. There's nothing you can do about yeah. it. But it's it's very. It's, I just, it's, re- it's really funny though. It's such a great league, and the fans are so amazing. Yeah. Like they're brilliant, you know. It's just, but even in the UK, it's just one of those things. I don't. I, don't I cannot it. comprehend it. It's like you're you you want to fight another man over your football team. Do you know you want to you want to go toe to toe and fight a man? And because I'm all for the hatred. You... I'm into a bit of controlled hatred. I love it. I love it. Don't get me wrong. I love a bit of controlled hatred. You know, I love the chanting. Your club is shit. Your club is shit. Whatever you want to say. You know, fuck you all. We all hate Oops Club. We all hate Oops Club. You know, I love all that. I love a bit of controlled vitriol, rising them up and getting under their skin. You I'm lost all for that, that, didn't you? I'm all, yeah, yeah, yeah. No need to bring that up. But yeah, uh, but. I love all that. I think that's great crack. I think the GAA is missing that. The GAA is so buddy buddy. No. That there's no like I go don't on, want any of Go that on shit. away and fuck yourself. And I love a bit no. of go on away and fuck yourself. But no. why people want to punch the face off each other or shout uh, you know, sectarian shit. I, I don't know. I do I love don't the way know. I, I actually speaking of which the do, before we go or the throw Dublin... flares at players, like or oh, coins or bottles or whatever the fuck. Oh, in fairness, I have been at a football match where um there was a, a, a coin was thrown and the 
player who I knew picked it up and fucked it in the crowd, but he actually ended up hitting his girlfriend. His, oh no! His, sorry, his one of his best friends' girlfriends in the face with it. Yeah, I, yeah, wasn't an ideal situation. Yeah. Um, before hell. we go because that was it because it's like the I, again the Twitter thing I was laughing at the Dublin Monaghan game with the biggest comeback ever that everybody was like they played 10 minutes extra time to allow Dublin to win that was my, the, the stuff that was written online about it's that great, was great it? it was just like and actually if the ref had given them another win, minute they would have won it I was a prick that night I have to say. I, clicked, I clicked my season ticket it was the worst weather I've ever seen oh that. it was shocking I watched it at home I, oh, do, I like, clicked the season ticket I went straight into the pub. Bang, gone. And I sat there. And then, of course, when the match I ended... I actually did think you I was like, it's on the hill. Whoa. All the Dubs fans walked into the pub and I was sitting there. And if I'm being honest with you, I kind of met someone at the pub and the two of us went for a little bit of a... How are you? Uh, we had a few points together. We had a good day. But when the Dubs fans came in and saw two of us sitting there dry as a bone, the abuse... Oh my God, the abuse. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I got lifted out of it, yeah. Some fucking fan, you are, don't you? You drowned rat bastard. Look at all of us. Fucking stay in you. Give me a, I, got, I got some shit. Like I got proper shit. Well deserved. Well yeah, deserved. But, that's uh, it. Well, you but I do it again. Ten, ten extra minutes to make the Dubs win. Anyway, um, don't forget you can buy Dublin t-shirts. Don't forget you can subscribe uh, to our podcast. Go on and give us a little review as well because that helps um, to bump us up um, in the in the thing. So I'm going to London on Friday. Yes. I'll bring you back something with Queen or something very royalist. No right Thanks. Words. We'll do that, and I'll do. I'll keep doing my best to keep you in the fold, and don't forget uh, to um, tell a friend about Dublin. Thank you. Yes, tell a friend about Dublin and do all that rating it shit and all, and uh, whatever it is. Oh, and exciting! <laughs> We're doing a radio talk on Friday morning. Oh, this podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network.